You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. now approach the turning point in the religion of Islam which is the migration of the Holy Prophet from Mecca to Medina. A number of important events happened right before the migration. We will examine those important incidents or events. Mecca was no longer suitable for the Prophet and the Muslims to stay in. There was no hope that any of the tribes in Mecca and those surrounding areas would believe in the religion of Islam, would support the Prophet They made it very clear to the Prophet that we will continue fighting you till the last breath. There is no hope in us embracing your message. The Prophet also had a universal message. He brought a universal message to guide all of humanity he brought a message that would deliver freedom to everyone, deliver guidance to everyone and him staying in Mecca meant that the entire world is missing out on his message. They're denied from receiving his message because the Meccans had a blockade on the Prophet. They did not allow him to freely deliver the religion of Islam and so the Prophet realized that it's unfair for all those potential Muslims who want to um, receive this guidance for him to stay in a land like Mecca, not having the freedom to deliver to them the message of God. In addition to that, the Muslims in Mecca, they couldn't take it anymore. We're now talking about 13 years of constant persecution, torture, embargoes, sanctions, psychological warfare, physical torture, they couldn't take it anymore. And the Prophet realized that if he stays any longer in Mecca, even those couple of hundred Muslims who had embraced Islam, even those would eventually give up. They couldn't take it anymore. 13 years is a long time to be persecuted. So the Prophet realized that Mecca, even though it was home, is his hometown, even though he grew up there, he was born there, even though it housed the Kaaba, the house of God, but he realized it's no longer appropriate to stay in Mecca and that they would have to migrate, they would have to leave the city. So the Prophet decides to migrate to the city of Medina, which was called Yathrib at the time. Now why Medina? Out of all places on earth, why Medina? First of all, the Prophet wanted a place that was geographically close to Mecca. You don't want a very far place, you could easily migrate to. It's close to Mecca, so you know what's going on in Mecca. It was very important for the Muslims to know what's going on in Mecca. What are the pagans up to? Mecca was the stronghold of the pagans because pilgrims would go there. So it was very important for Muslims to stay somewhere close because if Quraysh maintain that stronghold and they're free to do whatever they want, they will stop people from embracing the religion of Islam. 
So the Prophet wanted a place that's kind of far, it's like 400 kilometers to the north, but it's not too far. So we can keep an eye on what the pagans are doing, what they're up to, what their next scheme is. So he needed a, a city that wasn't too far from Mecca. So that was one factor that made the Prophet choose Medina or made Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala choose Medina for him. Number two, being in Medina allowed the Muslims to exercise pressure on the Meccans. Why? Because remember the Meccans in their business and trade, what route would they take? They would go to Syria, Syria's to the north, so their caravans would pass by Medina. Now, during those 13 years, Quraysh were free to persecute Muslims. Who's going to punish them? Who's going to hold them accountable? No one. Muslims were weak. They couldn't hold them accountable. But now that the Muslims are in Medina, they have leverage over the Meccans. How? If you continue fighting us, we'll cut off your path of the caravans. We won't let you go to Syria. We won't let your caravans go back. And this was a very big threat to their economy. So this actually made Meccans take Muslims seriously. Stop your aggression. In Mecca, there were no consequences for the pagans. Do whatever you want to the Muslims. Who's going to stop you? Nobody. But now that the Muslims were in a place like Medina, which is in the direct path of their caravans, now they had to think twice. Don't think you could persecute the Prophet and Muslims whenever you want. No, there are consequences. There's retaliation. They're going to stop your caravans. So this was another factor why the Prophet ﷺ chose the city of Medina. The third factor, the people of Medina, out of all people in the Arabian Peninsula, they signaled to the Prophet that will embrace you. Many of them became Muslim, they were open to the message of the Prophet. So it made sense for him to go to a place like Medina. Other tribes were hostile. We talked about Ta'if, if you remember. The people of Ta'if were hostile. They didn't welcome the Prophet. In fact, they chased him and stoned him. The only people who really um, embraced the Prophet were the people of Medina. So it made sense for the Prophet to consider Medina as the point of migration. And finally, the fourth factor, there was relative freedom in Medina. You didn't have a government that would persecute you. It was a free society, relatively speaking. And the Prophet did find that freedom to preach Islam. Had he gone to the Roman Empire, there's a strong Roman ruler. It's not going to let you preach another religion. Had he gone to the Persian Empire, same thing. You have a strong Persian government or ruler. There is no freedom there. So really, Medina was the best option. It was a viable option to go for migration. So the Prophet ﷺ, he communicates to the Muslims to start going to the city of Medina. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands them in the Quran to start the hijrah, which literally means the migration. In Islamic law, hijrah sometimes becomes wajib. Migration becomes necessary. When your religion is threatened, you can no longer practice your beliefs, your honor and dignity is violated, Islam tells you migrate. In fact, there is a verse in the Holy Quran 
that rebukes and condemns those who don't migrate and they lose their faith as a result of that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in the Holy Quran, There are certain people, the angels come to take their soul at the time of death. They're oppressors, unjust. The angel said, what have you done? Losing your faith, losing your honor, losing your dignity. What have you brought upon yourselves? What's their justification? We were exploited in the land. We were deemed weak. And you see the others, the pagans, they forced us into this. We didn't have the freedom to practice our religion. This is their argument. What do the angels tell them? The angels will tell them, isn't the land of God vast? Couldn't you have migrated? Who forced you to stay here? Who forced you to stay in this city that made you lose your religion? Leave, migrate. So the Holy Quran commanded those Muslims that you have to migrate, it's wajib. Yes. So this verse that I recited, I'll give you the reference. Is that in Surah An-Nisa? One second, I'll get you the reference. So that is Surah An-Nisa, verse 97. So 497. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of the land, He's the owner of the earth. If one place is impeding you from, from your religious progress, even your economic progress, go somewhere else. Yes, it requires sacrifice, it's not easy, but this is part of our test. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us in this life. And this is, by the way, a lesson for us today about migration. If anyone lives in an area in an area that is hostile to your religious values, to your honor, your principles, your beliefs, and you can no longer practice your faith, especially your younger generation, find another place. You don't have to be stuck in that place just because you were born there, for example. Now, while in the last century, we saw a migration to the West because in many, unfortunately, Muslim societies, people were no longer able to practice their religion freely. There was a lot of religious persecution. So Muslims found freedom in Western countries. Unfortunately, today we see the opposite happening in some Western countries, without naming any, but some countries that are, for example, imposing a ban on the hijab, right? Um, it, now the ban has to start somewhere. So initially they start with public places. Then they you know, move on to banning, for example, the full veil, the uh, burqa or burqa or whatever, the niqab. And then one day in the next five years, in the next 10 years, they're going to ban hijab altogether. If you live in a society like that, where you see you no longer can practice your faith, the Quran says, migrate. You don't have to stay there. If you can stay there and fight for your rights, yes, do that. But if it reached a point where you can no longer defend your rights and you will lose your next generation, migrate. This is an Islamic obligation. To secure your principles and values and beliefs, sometimes you would have to migrate. So the religion of Islam teaches us that your religion comes before your land, before your culture, before your home, before your wealth, before all other interests that you have. 
This is your primary interest because this is what will determine your fate for eternity on the day of judgment. So don't spoil it, don't squander it. And migration really has many benefits. It gives you not just religious freedom, new opportunities, economic freedom. Look at the immigrants here. The United States is a land of immigrants. And if uh, I, I remember once I read about uh, a study on the Fortune 500 companies, 40% of these companies were established by immigrants or the sons of immigrants. Which tells you that when immigrants come to a new society, they really realize their full potential. So migration has many benefits. Even if you're concerned about your financial economic state, if you migrate, especially for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open new paths for you. So yes, it's a sacrifice and you're leaving your old hometown, but remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will compensate you.